Fringe Radio, your trusted source for the paranormal, conspiracy theory, and true crime. Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios in Stark Fringe Radio. I try to Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and of course, can't do this without my co-host, Jay Galosi. Jay, what's going on, brother? How you doing? What's up, my man? I am uh, I'm good. I'm fresh from surgery. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Better than ever. Had surgery mm-hmm. yesterday. That's how much we love the show. We did Look I had that. surgery yesterday. Yeah. We're still putting out Medication. Content. Dedication, dedication. We love that, uh, Jay. Thanks so much, and uh, we really appreciate you being here uh, with us tonight. Um, it's a lot, uh, but uh, Jay, tell everybody where they can, uh, you know, listen to the podcast and catch all of our stuff, please. You can catch all of our stuff at darkfringeradio.wordpress.org. Uh, that will have all of our po- that'll have all of our episodes. We're up to one hundred and twenty three, one hundred and twenty four episodes now. Lots of content. Uh, Lots of cool videos. Will puts out all kinds of great reels. You can catch us wherever you get podcasts. Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Play. We're everywhere. But check us Mm -hmm. out mostly on Facebook and on YouTube. Dark Fringe Radio, YouTube. Help us out there. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe. Give us a note. If you got something to say, if we can make it better, if we can make it cleaner, let us know. We want to make sure we give you guys the best and most entertaining show we can. Uh, for the paranormal, conspiracy, and otherwise. Well, thanks, Jay. Yeah, that's exactly it, man. Uh, just go to darkfringeradio.com. I mean, that's it. As simple as that. Uh, it doesn't get any much more uh, difficult. Uh, you can catch all our stuff. Like Jay said, over 123 episodes, Jay. I mean, five years doing this, Jay. I mean, uh, I think we're some OGs at this point. Now, are we some OGs? I mean, we, I, I mean I everybody we was, Listen. You know, there was a podcast boom, of course. You know, everybody started coming out with podcasts, everybody and their cousin, right? And but we started this five years Be- ago, almost actually, before COVID. Ago. It was before COVID, COVID was the big yeah, COVID was the big yeah, thing. Yeah. Everybody suddenly wanted to start putting out their own stuff. Right, uh, and why not? Right. I mean, hell, it's a good time. Um, absolutely, absolutely. But we started way back before that, five years ago. It started, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Thanks to Conor mm-hmm. McGregor. <laughs> yes, no, that's where it started. And you know, Jay, uh, you know, we've we've really grown since then. Uh, yeah. as I we uh, we talked about before the podcast, um, our Facebook following has just surmassed itself, you know, to points where we didn't even think we were gonna get. But um, this past week we got past nine thousand followers on Facebook. So we thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for doing that uh and uh following us on Facebook. Um, but Jay, yeah, listen, that's that's where we're at, and uh yeah, let us know what's next on the, the podcast for tonight, Jay. Well, I believe, I believe, my Uh-oh. friend, you're usually Uh-oh. got some dark fringe news for us. You usually want to talk to us about some of the things happening in the world. We then tend to go back and fro on what we think about those topics. Uh, yeah. And then I believe after that, we talk about some what the Florida man, which I got a pretty good one for tonight. 
Oh yeah. I, I saw the preview on that one. I was like, this one seems like it will worm the cockles of my heart. Now this one, <laughs> but yeah, we'll get into that in a second, but yeah. Uh, tonight, Jay, let's get into some dark fringe news. And, uh, tonight I have a couple of different stories. Um, one just, you know, kind of like real true crime stuff. And, uh, uh, we're actually going to be uh, interviewing a guy here uh, in the future here, Jay, I think within the next couple episodes who used to be an undercover ATF agent, but we'll get into that later on. But tonight I wanted to start off uh, with this one story uh, about El Chapo's uh, drug lord's sons are alleged to have fed rival Mexican traffickers to their pet tigers, according to unsealed U.S. indictment. So, yeah, Jay, uh, things are getting kind of. <laughs> no, I mean things are getting serious though, man. I mean, come on, that's 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 pretty deep. Let's hey, let's hey, let's get into hey, Carol Baskins, fuck that bitch. <laughs> Yo, this is some different shit here. Yeah. Listen, let's like let's take a look at this uh story here, Jay. Members of Mexico's powerful Sinaloa cartel were charged on Friday in a crackdown in their international drug trafficking operation, Jay. Uh, this includes the sons of Kingpin Joaquin Guzman, uh, better known as El Chapo. In doc, uh, indictments, of course, uh, against the drug lords detail a criminal empire built on drug trafficking and torture, uh, which included feeding rivals to their pet tigers, Jay. Uh, the sons, Ivan Guzman Salazar, 40, and Alfredo Guzman Salazar, 37, Joaquin Guzman Lopez, 36, and Ovidio Guzman Lopez, 33, known as the Chapitos. Uh, they have been charged with the numerous offenses of, of ranges of different courts, including fentanyl tra- trafficking, money laundering, firearm charges, and murder. So, Jay. Uh, so, what you're saying be- is the children of El Chapo, the <laughs> can't be held in any prison, drug right. kingpin, criminal lord guy. Yeah. These guys aren't saints. They also sell drugs and kill people. Shut up. Mm, oh, forget it. Yeah, you wouldn't think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's a pretty interesting story here, Jay. I mean, uh, Ovidio Guzman Lopez was arrested on January 5th, 2023, actually a couple, well, a few months ago, uh, yeah. by Mexican authorities in Sinaloa, Mexico. Three of the Chapitos remain at large, of course. Uh, they helped lead the most powerful element of the Sinaloa cartel and were the uh, responsible for the majority of the 107,345 lethal over- overdoses between August 2021 uh, and August 2022, according to the indictment filed in, uh, filed in New York. Uh, according to the indictment from the Southern District of New York, captives, including rival traffickers and officials who threatened the cartel's operations, were taken to a ranch belonging to Ivan Salazar, where they would be tortured. Uh, the gang would test their drugs on captives and coax information out of them before ultimately killing them, Jay. Uh, rivals of the cartel and the government officials who refused to cooperate uh, be fed dead or alive to tigers belonging to the Salazar brothers that they kept at their ranch as pets. Uh, the indictment also details the military. Go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, have you, ever, have you ever been close to a tiger <laughs> when it starts to do what they call chopping? No, I haven't. What does that mean exactly? So I, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, went on a excursion at Busch Gardens where we got to go behind the scenes and see kind of where they took care of these tigers. Cool. And uh, this one particular female Siberian tiger that was 400 pounds of apex (laughs) predator feline saw me bear down and started to chaff, which is kind of like this low growl they have. Uh. Uh, and instantly the hair stood on the back of my neck 
because <laughs> I didn't need to know <laughs> what, what that it was, was about. thinking. I didn't need. To, I didn't, didn't even tell me it wanted to eat me. Uh, and instantly, in that moment, I I was trying to see just how many people I was going to trip on my way past. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, that's it some was, shit. It, it was in a cage, Oof. and there was fence and space and all kinds of protection. I mean, um, let's think about it. Let's think about it in real like terms here, Jay. Let's a ten pound cat could really fuck you up if it had all its nails, right? And yeah, then man. just fucking a- ape shit on you, right? Right. I, I have scars to prove it. Yeah. So imagine one that's four hundred pounds <laughs> with hands that are like this. Two of mine with claws that are like this. You know what I mean? Like, what do you do against that? We saw them feed uh, this albino male. Mm-hmm. that is like seven feet tall and 600 pounds. Oh. And the person put the thing up on the cage. And when this son bitch stood up, <laughs> William, no, thank you. And, and he was a gentle giant. You could just tell. He was just like a big old dookie. Hey, let's take him. Thanks for the meat. Yeah, I didn't have to hunt it. Yeah. But even playfully, if this mm. animal chose to hit us, just watch you just go like that, it. right? Forget it. I watched one of those things jump up and catch a hawk midair just to catch it. They didn't eat it. Just to catch it. They, left, right. they caught it, they killed it, and they left it. Right. It was cool. Hey, guess what I did? Check this yeah. out. No, man. No, those <laughs> things are some serious machines yeah. of death. No, oh, no. All right, if you're going to feed me to it, <clears throat> kill me. Kill me I, first, at least. Put a bullet in my head and then throw me oh, in there after. That's fine. I, I don't All mind right. I don't mind becoming the defecation of a wonderful, majestic animal. Just don't. Yeah. I don't need to be mauled by it. Right? Well, I'm alive. Right. Yeah. Well, Jay, um, the indictment also details the military-grade armory the alleged gangsters possessed and included armored trucks, bazookas, machine guns, and grenade launchers. Fucking sounds like a fucking episode of G.I. Joe. Um, the indictment then reads, uh, the parley as a result of such violence, the cartel increased its power and the Chapitos faction grew. Under the Chapitos leadership, the cartel has achieved near total control over all drug trafficking activity in many parts of Mexico, including the manufacturing and importation of fentanyl from those parts of Mexico into the United States. Uh, speaking on Friday about the mass arrest, U.S. Attorney Randy Grossman said that this is the most crushing blow in the Sinaloa cartel since the conviction of Chapo Guzman, of course. Uh, the United States Drug Enforcement Administration is currently offering up to $10 million for anyone who can give information as to the whereabouts of Alfredo Guzman $10 Salazar. $10 million? Oh, $10 million, dollars, Jay. Chelsea Clinton? Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. So yeah, Jay, I mean, pretty serious stuff that's happening in Mexico, man. I mean, things are heating up. I mean, um, you know, of course, whenever you have a... Um, and a drug empire or any kind of empire, and you have the head of that empire ends up in fucking jail and ends up a supermax in the United States prison system. Um, there's a power vacuum, right? That happens, and you have all these, you know, people that are trying to vie for that position. But it seems like these Chapitos, the sons, have really just taken to power and just said, Hey, listen, we got this. But uh now they're you know enemy number one right now at this point. Well, uh <laughs> El Chapo definitely set a particular standard for them. Uh, they have definitely followed suit. Uh, mm-hmm. It's good to see 
It's good to see family work so well together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's right. Don't you think that's interesting, right? If you really think about it, you know how I, like you uh, like think about it, like the all American family, like, uh, you know, let's say, uh, oh, we got a convenience store, you know, that's been here for like, you know, 50 years. And, you know, we got sons that now work it and they're going to pass it on. You know what I mean? Now, it's a different version of that. right? You know what I mean? But just yeah. completely twisted. And, right. And and kudos to them for efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've proven that they are uh, efficient. They are absolutely successful. They really have got their finger on the pulse of all the things that make that family business their family business. And and I think that's there a really is. beautiful thing in certain ways. <laughs> yeah, there is some kind of light in that darkness, isn't there, huh, Jay? Right? Sure. i tell you what, I love my father to death. I couldn't work for the man. No, right? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. He would have been too much of a taskmaster. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Yeah, fuck yes, that. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, <laughs> I love pops. But uh, yeah, interesting story coming out of Mexico, Jay. A lot of stuff going on the over chapitos. there. And Chapitos. Yeah, I mean, things are heating up, man. I mean, anytime you hear about like a lot of this stuff going on, Jay, and you know, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, they have such a stronghold on the whole, you know, uh, country. It's just amazing. Like, could you imagine well, like there- that? <clears throat> the whole infrastructure over there is, I mean, it's, it's, it's a different for, world. Yeah, man. It's, it's a whole, it's world. a whole different, it's a whole different vibe. Yeah. It's yeah, a, man. it's a different government set up. It's a, the infrastructure, yeah. the social, I mean, it's the whole thing. Uh, yeah. it, it just breeds those kind of setups and there you go. There you go. Yep, exactly. Yep. Well, Jay, that's uh, uh, what I wanted to talk about tonight. The next one I uh, kind of wanted to dwell into was um, this was an interesting story that I picked uh, that I ran into and actually I posted it on our Facebook and also uh, our website. But uh, there's this crazy board game um, that Exorcist warned people about this Holy Spirit board. That's what they call it, Jay. That allows the devil to disguise himself as God. So, <laughs> so Jay, we have this uh, board that, uh, yeah, that kind of looks like a Ouija board, but without the letters and shit, it's just completely different. But let's uh, get into the story. Uh, a Catholic exorcist is sounding the alarm, warning against a seemingly innocent game that may have evil intent, Jay. Uh, Father Ernesto Caro, an exorcist at the Diocese of Monterey, Mexico, uh, we're going right back to Mexico again, appeared on uh, EWTN News Nightly recently, where he voices concerns about a game, um, Jay, known as the Holy Spirit Board. Uh, Per Amazon, the board allows users to speak directly to God, who will communicate through the board to answer all of life's most important questions. Uh, however, Caro says that the game is nothing more than a disguised Ouija board. Uh, it's not a game, he says. It's a trap from the devil, uh, Caro explained. He says that the comments are indicative of people who are falling for the trap, as many claims, as the Holy Spirit spoke to them uh, through the colorful board. Uh, the board's packaging is decorated with the image of Jesus, uh, though the description of Amazon is like that of a Ouija board, uh, several which are listed as uh, frequently bought together category. So like if you're looking for a Ouija board, you'll see the spirit board thing too. <laughs> so it's like always categorized together. So yeah, yeah. even though they try yeah. to split it apart, you know, yeah, it's like, like I together. just bought some new rash guards and I got like, well, <laughs> as soon as I bought the proper pants, I got, right. they offered me a, new, a shirt to match. I get it. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. 
It's it's crazy, Jay. The Holy Spirit board also includes a magic cross, quote unquote, planchette, just like Ouija board, that allegedly slides across letters to spell out messages from God. Uh, the most classic Ouija board features a similar tool, uh, usually in the shape of a triangle, seemingly used to speak with people in the afterlife, of course, Jay, as we all know. Uh, Carl also says that this is nothing more than a way for evil spirits to enter the lives of unsuspecting buyers. If the Ouija board triangle is moving by itself, be careful. It is not God who's <laughs> who's moving it. It is the devil, uh, Carl stated. So, uh, Jay, what do, you, what do you what do you think about the Holy Spirit board? You think we should get right. one and do it? So do it we, online. We, we keep talking about how long we have been doing this. Yes, uh, yes. We just, we've been doing this podcast uh, for five years, 120 some odd episodes, uh, and I don't know how yep. many times we talked about these Ouija boards. Uh, and I'm going to yeah. say it again. Nothing Stay good. Stay away from the Ouija board. Yeah. Nothing yeah. good ever happens when you start fucking with the Ouija board. It's true. You're not going to talk to God. You're only going to talk to things you don't need to talk to. There's no need. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> what would you open up yourself to that, right? Yeah. Why? 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 Why open that Why? door? Again, yeah. I understand yeah. certain curiosities, but. That's what they say. Curiosity <laughs> and there's just stupidity. Right. And sometimes curiosity killed a cat. Yeah, but cats have nine lives. People do not. <laughs> exactly. You're right about that, Jay. Uh, yeah, we've talked about it a million times, Jay. Ouija boards are bad. Nothing good comes out of it. There's never been a story where, where we said, oh, my God, what a wonderful session we had with the Ouija board. Now, <laughs> have now, you ever be, heard a story? Have you ever heard honest, a story like that? To be honest, yeah. my favorite skateboard I ever owned did have the Ouija set up on the bottom. Yes, it did. The Vision Skateboard. The Vision Skateboard had, yeah, but we never played anything like that. No, it was it was just yeah. skateboard. That's as far uh, as it no. went. It yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, I've never yes, heard of anybody good. say, "Oh, you know what? We had such a great time playing Ouija last night. We got all of our wishes came true." No, yeah. it's always no. Hey, so I did this thing, and then this demon <laughs> told me uh, the day in which I was going to die, and right. I had nightmares, and uh, I woke up with scratches. Bro- on my yeah, face. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no. Don't fuck with it. No. Yeah, people, stop leaving. Leave that shit alone. People, please. Enough of that. Leave the Ouija boards alone. If you don't know what you're doing, don't mess with it. It's like handling a, a gun. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be very dangerous. You can hurt yourself unsuspectingly because you don't know what you're doing. You have or no... others next to you. <laughs> or others next to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't need any of that stuff. So, yeah avoid it um so yeah jay um the holy spirit board maybe we should get one you want to get one jay try it no. out nope we just talked about it no. right, jay? No. yeah no yeah. yeah my point all right yeah all right uh, well listen that's a good wrap up for tonight for dark fringe news jay uh we're gonna get into your segment of course which is what the f florida man and uh jay uh what do you have for us this week for what the f florida man please so uh, again, I scour <laughs> the internet. I spend yes. just endless seconds, seconds. endless seconds, <laughs> Googling the very top prospect <laughs> minutes before a show. Uh, and I come up with things like Florida man arrested while trying to warn Space Force yeah. about battle between aliens and dragons. Wow. This is something that I think I may have like would have done if I got like really high on mushrooms. 
<laughs> watch out for the ayahuasca, friends. The ayahuasca. So, the wow, ayahuasca. Jay. So, man arrested for warning space force about aliens and dragons at war. Correct. Hmm. So, so let's get into this here. Brings us to Brevard County, Florida. Oh, lovely. Which I do. I believe the uh, last with Florida man also happened in Brevard County. Yeah, well, they seem to be with a proximity, but go ahead. Yes, Jay. A lot of weird things happen out that way. And O'Callaghan had been arrested after stealing a car in an attempt to access Patrick Space Force Base. According to (laughs) Brevard County Sheriff's Office, Corey Johnson, 29, stole a truck in Riviera Beach. Holla! Not far from us. Yay! Uh, he stole a truck from Riviera Beach before heading north to the base three days later. Uh, while he was trying to get in the Space Force base, Johnson claimed that the president told him through his mind. Mm. Mm. I like that. That's, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> uh, the validity of it, I don't know, but I like I, it. I like where mind. he's going. Through his mind. He was Joe yeah. Biden. Joe Biden. Yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen. Listen, in the opening of this segment, the 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 song that we play talks about how somebody thought that they were getting messages from Donald Trump. I mean, come on. So there you go. So yeah, so uh (laughs) yeah, he was uh arrested uh about 18 miles away from Kennedy Space Center. Uh And details have not been released on exactly what they're going to do with Ooh. him. But yeah. Yeah, probably Baker act his ass and put him in the nut ward for a while. It's possible. Probably. It's possible. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, fo- yeah. I don't know, man. Joe Biden told him with his mind. Maybe. It's possible. You might be right on that. You know, things can happen. You never know. Uh, but actually, this is actually a good segue, Jay, into um uh, and then thank you for Jay for that. What's that Florida band? Um, but this is a great segment and segue into uh, our main topic for tonight, which is, of course, linguistics and the power of words, Jay. Yeah. And, um, you know, talking about that, you know, being brainwashed and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's been accounts of, you know, so many things and and, and people uh, supposedly doing things that were out of their uh, control or nature. But maybe they were getting messages like this guy thought he was getting. And, uh, you know, the power of words may have uh, compelled them to do such things. So um, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So uh, we hope you guys uh, just uh, bear with us, take a quick break, and we'll come back. And we're going to be talking about, of course, linguistics and the power of words. And, of course, we'll be right back. I'm a brain surgeon. The monotony can really get to you. But thanks to overzealous laws, I can't light up a cigarette or do shots to relax my nerves. With the Alcatine patch, it really lightens the mood, especially after an unfortunate patient death. The Alcatine patch is the same refreshing feeling of 12 beers and a pack of cigarettes all at once. And now when you crash your sports car through the front door of a fast food restaurant, you'll pass a breathalyzer. The Alcatine patch. It's half alcohol, half nicotine, delivered transdermally and discreetly so you feel relaxed and refreshed. Pick up the Alcatine patch at your local pharmacy today. In an ancient land, before time or sundials, it was time for a hero. This fall, prepare to believe all over again once more, again. Dragon Brain. 
Prepare to believe. It's a time before time. Oh no! Here come the fucking dragons! We need a hero, or evil will reign for 2,000 generations. And a million orcs will storm these lands, and the CGI bill will be apocalyptic! Dragon Brain, prepare to love. I'm only a humble blacksmith with a California accent. How can I possibly rise up and conquer evil without a montage? How indeed? Do you believe? I believe in the miracle of merchandising. I'll need a furry talking sidekick to spew one-liners while I chop off heads. Don't lose your head! <laughs> we shall spin gold out of this drivel. Prepare to sit through a four-hour journey. I've got a quest. I must defeat evil and sell franchise rights to theme parks. Oh, curse! The dragons are flying upside down! No! The CG machine is broken again! Dragon Brain! The quest is yours, Dragon Brain. Coming soon to a theater near you. Rated G for gibberish. Thanks, everybody, for coming back and uh, welcome to a new episode of Dark Fringe Radio. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about a really uh, interesting topic here, Jay. We're going to be talking about linguistics and the power of words. And uh, this is a, you know, a very, very interesting topic, Jay, that you came up with. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate it. And uh, this is something that um, we deal with every day. Um, every day. And you don't, yeah. nobody really notices it. It's one of those things that's, yeah. it, it's in language, plain sight. language and communication and words mm -hmm. uh, can be used in so many different ways. And it can be used for uh, good. It can be used for bad. It can be used to try to sway large swaths of people. Uh, you'll have people who will use half lives or half lives and whole truths. You'll, you have people who can use words to, paint a picture or you have people who can use words to deceive. And, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I have, I'm a big fan of words. I believe we've picked up over these, these years. I try to think of myself as a wordsmith. I try to use a, you know, a, a wide range in my daily vernacular. I try to use different words to, and more appropriately to describe what I'm, what I'm going through. So I'm a big fan of what they are. And I, I like to go back and study there's some texts and where they come from and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've noticed that, over these past few months, over these past few years, language and words are starting to get muddled. Their definitions yeah. start to become, and I thought it would be an interesting topic to kind of bring to us tonight to kind of show yeah. propaganda, communication. How can affect us, yeah. And maybe see if we can just bring a little truth and help everybody dispense some bull. Uh, well, listen, I mean, again, it's a very, very good topic here, Jay. And, um, you know, the, it, it really just sparked because of our, our conversation that we had and, you know, uh, of how what you were saying, how words can really manipulate people and how can maybe even change outcomes and, you know, uh, opinions on certain things. But nevertheless, I mean, you know, the what what's like the biggest controversy right now it's the bud light thing right right and that's kind of where it started <laughs> that's where it started right that's where it started way. i was on facebook uh right and I have a friend of mine who um is is he's a great guy he's, you know he's good strong dad he's i'm mm -hmm. um, doesn't matter whether he's republican or democrat he's a good person with a good moral compass uh and he was asking a question 
trying to referring to the Bud Light can uh, and asking someone to define a female. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the response I saw, I saw somebody say that you can't define gender with sexuality. And in that moment, I realized that person who believed in what they were saying was missing mm-hmm. the fact that gender and sexuality are the same thing. The same thing in this yeah. context. Yeah. Um, and that kind of led me, him and I, into a conversation, and I kind of fell into a rabbit hole of studying just some of these conversations and how words are being used to express feelings, mm-hmm. uh, and how communication is really changing. And there's there's a big miss misstep yeah. between what a word actually means. Yeah. And what people feel it should mean. Right. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's interesting that you you, you bring this up, Jay, because it, it, it really is. I mean, um, it's, it's a real thing that happens in everyday life. And it also happens in the news. I mean, it happens every day. I mean, that's what people consume constantly on a daily basis. You know, one day want to know what's going on in the world and what's going on in the United States. You know, they go to the news, right? I mean... If, so if the news is going to go ahead and kind of push a narrative, you know, where they want you to, you know, go down that route, is it really hard to really fathom that they can control that? Nope. No, 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 <laughs> no. In fact, in fact, uh, part of some of the research that I've been doing today and some of the notes yeah. that we had on tonight, uh, mm-hmm. you can go all the way back to Alexander the Great and how he would leave his Grecians in uh, areas they conquered, not only to make sure that they were pushing the, the Grecian narrative and the, the pro-Greek life, but he actually paid his officers who stayed behind to marry non-Grecian women, to have mixed kids, to then muddle things up. So then that Grecian state actually grew, not just by, by borders and lines, but mm-hmm. by genealogy and yeah. by propaganda propaganda yeah it's amazing how strong words can you know be uh you know it's like the old saying goes what is more mighty the power you know the pen or the sword you know what i mean i mean words can really really manipulate the masses and uh you know it's another one that i um you know it's interesting we read this up now and i was thinking about this earlier You, you remember when joe rogan was going through that whole controversy about taking the uh Intervest, uh, or like that. I think it was that one particular medicine that he took that was like not, I guess, used here in the United States for the COVID vaccine, but yeah, other in other in other countries it was. And yes. but every time they talked about it here in the United States, they would call it a horse warmer, and that was actually like one of the like the last things that it was actually used for, and the yeah. like the series of things. You know what I'm saying? As far yeah, as yeah. medical wise, so. You know, it seems like right there, they're already trying to like downplay something that actually could have been very effective. And, you know, Joe Rogan said that, listen, he took it and he was good in about five days, five, six days. And he was better. I mean, he said he got, you know, full blown COVID. And uh, next thing you know, he took the in, in, Inversetment or something like that, I think it was called. And, yeah. uh, you know, they, they call it, you know, horse to warmer. And they got into that whole shit with CNN and everything like that. But again, that's, you know, again, how media will of course use the power of words by saying hey horse to warmer because that's the worst thing that you think of like you're like oh like i'm gonna fucking yeah. take something that a fucking horse takes really i mean 
I think, I mean, it, <clears throat> words and at this point, point of view and biases. And this mm -hmm. is where things get really crazy. The amount of information mm -hmm. is out there these days. There's so much information you can access at any time. And the problem is, especially with these social media ranges, it's not just like it, it is with, you know, Fox and uh, CNBC. You, mm -hmm. Clearly, when you watch those, it is so clear to see where those agendas lie. It, it's You can watch the same two talk about the same story, and mm -hmm. it is completely different. Correct. But what's tricky now is you look at things like TikTok and Twitter. Right. Maybe you can bring up like what's going on over in, over in France. There's a huge strike going on, on over in France. There's like oh, 6,000 workers yeah. uh, who are all on strike because the, they have reasons to strike. I, to be honest, I haven't done that much studying. But what I caught was the exact opposite on Twitter mm -hmm. where everything's hunky-dory and it's the yeah. happiest lifestyle. And you have to wonder which is true mm -hmm. and why is one being pushed more than the other? Right. There's always a happy medium. There's three sides to every story, yours, mine, and the truth. But mm -hmm. why are these certain things being pushed and how can we ever hope to communicate and actually make progress as humanity if we mm -hmm. can't even agree what a word means. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Jay. And it's that's what divides us. And then we divide us, you conquer us. Of course, as they say, right, Jay? Um, you know, it's 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 interesting because um I had a, a really cool conversation with an older gentleman that I work with uh in my nine to five. And what we were talking about was, you know, the whole Ukraine war and um, you know, Russia, Ukraine. And um you know, <clears throat> there's been times where, like, you know, it's been reported, like, you know, Russia has all these, you know, nuclear you know, missiles and, mm -hmm. you know, they could they, they could evaporate half of the United States if they wanted to, you know what I mean? Um, you know, eviscerate us and this and that. But then at the same time, they're losing a war from a country that is like a quarter of their size in, in, in a way and, uh, and a quarter of their force, they're still losing this war to them. So again, it's like, and he brought that up. I was like, you know, you're actually right. It's like, how can you call these people like the big bad dog? But at the same time, they're, they're losing a war with a country that's, you know, right next to them. And yes, funneled by the United States. Yes. We put a lot of money into the war uh, still, you know, well, but all right. So you can see you can see that parallel, just like uh, the Vietnam War with with America. Yeah. Oh yeah. We went, we went over there. We I mean, if we had pushed a button, we could have wiped them right off off the map. That's mm -hmm. not what we were trying to do. And I right. think um, I think Russia kind of bit off a little bit more than it could chew with Ukraine. You, I'm glad they're getting all the support they're getting. Uh, and clearly, there's there's been it's been a lot harder. Uh, I also don't think that a lot of the Russian soldiers were as ready to, to be Russian soldiers. And this is again, where you see that propaganda because you hear the one, the one narrative where, you know, they've got 9,000 recruits, new recruits every day, stepping up to, to go fight over in the Ukraine. Uh, but then you're, you're hearing from the Ukraine mm -hmm. soldiers defecting who are disabling their jet fighters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting, right? You're getting such like two different parallels of a of a story that you're like, okay, where so where does the truth lie? It's got to lie somewhere in the middle, right? As as most would say, most 
you know, astute people would say well, it would fall somewhere in the middle, right? The yeah, it, it, you you look to see, you look at all the all the like. We'll take this examples we were just talking about, right? These these mm-hmm. two with the Ukraine Russian war. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you are listening to the pro Russia, my guess is from the mouth of Putin, he's going to tell you that they're having those nine thousand recruits and they're stronger than ever and they're progressing mm-hmm. it because he's trying to convey that. That's what right. he's trying to show. And he wants to he wants people to pick up from that and use that to inspire them. And he's using those words and he's using that ideology mm-hmm. to inspire his will among otherwise uninspired, unwanting warriors. Right. Uh, by the time they get over there, they don't want to do it. Yeah. So I think you think you get that that bit of the both, you know? Yeah, you know, you're you right. have a choice but sign up. So as yeah. soon as they can get out, they are running. They're ready. Yeah, yeah, they're gone already. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay, um, I got four words. What do you think the the most influential? What do you think are the most influential four words that have been impactful in the last, let's say, five years? Four words that have been most impactful in the last five years. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Or influential, let's say. Let's say All right. uh, not impactful, but let's say influential. Okay, we can say influential. Okay. Yeah. So we're looking for words that have been influential and have yeah. been like big buzzwords. We're talking about like the five five words. Four words. Four words. Four okay. words. So I'm gonna go with use in sequential order. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in sequential order. Oh, so you're, you're yeah. Oh, oh wow. yeah. So it's that 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 that. that. Yeah. Uh, it would have to be this is my truth. Nope. Damn. Make America great again. Well. Think about how powerful that is, Jay. It okay. is powerful. It is so powerful, bro. It is. Don't tell me. It is there's a stronghold on that shit, bro. Listen, they'll wear that hat proudly and fucking and God All bless right. them, whatever. You listen, that's your All thing. Right. Good for All you. Right. I don't, I'm not here to judge, but it is impactful. Okay. We, Those we four words, I, man. You know how I feel about Trump. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. But that being said, it's not about our feelings, but it's about yeah. how impactful these four words are. Go ahead. If you look from a statistical and economical point of view, right? His presidency mm-hmm. was better mm-hmm. than what we currently have. Okay. That also being said, that is not all it takes to be a president. Right. He was not very presidential in other ways. Right. All right. Biden's got to go over the hurdles he's gone over. Trump had to get yeah. over the hurdles he was trying to get over. The difference is, is one is apparently slightly senile. And the others, but it's not even about, but it's not even, yeah, exactly. Listen, it's, but it's not even about the comparison between the two. No. It's about how powerful those four words have been for his presidency. I mean, yeah. he has a cult like following with these people. Dude. I mean, you see it here, Jay. Dude, I mean, I you know. live here in Palm Beach County. You I, see I those people, people lined up. You see those people lined up over there in Mar Lago yeah. with their flags and, you know, they support this guy. I mean, and it's, it's powerful movement. It's a powerful movement. And just with four words, it's amazing. Again, the power of linguistics. Those four words have been able to sway millions of people, Jay. Millions. 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 
So, okay. I mean, you know, again, using, you know, the influence of, 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 you know, media and uh, being able to capitalize on that influence of media. I mean, well, I mean, and that's, and that, and that's the whole part of what's going on. That's, it's how mm -hmm. do you communicate when words can be debated because of feelings, right? Mm -hmm. I was watching a, a reel and the conversation was, you cannot look at me and identify my sexuality. Okay. Right, you can't identify my sex by looking at me. And <laughs> the, the moderator was like, I can't actually. Uh, in fact, the doctors have been doing it forever. Uh, and they pull a baby out. If it has a penis, it's a male. If it doesn't, it's female. <laughs> but it doesn't matter if, if you tell me that you're a male with feminine features, then you are a male with feminine features. I can accept that. That's scientific. Great. Okay. So you're a male who has feminine features or has feminine feelings. All right. Or vice versa. Female with having male feelings. That doesn't make you a woman. Now, I do agree to it. He's being a bit pigheaded and he's doing it for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, because he has to kind of stand in very hard on that line. Because yeah. somebody has to pull it a little bit more towards the middle. But just getting him to... Just getting people to understand the just because you identify as a woman or as a whatever right. doesn't necessarily make you exactly that way. And I know that's right. there's some gradations to it. And I think that's where the whole this whole Bud Light can kind of comes mm -hmm. into it, right? This and they have lost so is, much money, Jay. This influence, oh my god, billions of dollars. Billions of dollars, billions Jay. Billions of dollars. Just for a the guy came out. The CEO effort. came out and said, "I was I wasn't doing it oh. to support a particular stance. I was just trying to." Yeah, that's damage control, basically, Jay. How do you not know? But how do you not know? How out of touch can you be? Uh, with uh, life, I guess they. You Bud know life. what? I think I think they were just trying to take a chance because, you know, it's again. I, I get a it. popular brand of of co of course beer, but again, not at the top of the list of many people but, at the same time. But you, you know? have to, but consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean? You Over have time. to know your demographic. Exactly, and that's not the demographic. Not you their go demographic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now maybe if they put it on like yeah. one of the limes or one of those like other weird Bud Light seltzer things they got. Here you, you do go, that. Jay. Yeah. You don't put it on the blue. You don't put it on your on main the light. Yeah. You don't do the that. The top two. You don't put it and on the top two. You don't two. do it. You don't do it. Now, a little bit, let's dive a little bit deeper. Why is everybody so pissed off that this is the person that they chose? It's right. not for me and for most people I've talked to that are, are mad about it. It's not necessarily who that this person identifies as a woman or is showing that uh, she, they identify more as a woman, but are actually men. It's, the problem is that that grown adult man identifies as a preteen female. Mm. That could be troubling. Yeah, of course. That is where that's where the narrative starts to become. Yeah, that's troubling. Because now, now you're going from that's what, to me that's DID to me. You know, this is uh, dissociative fine. identity disorder. Like that's where you're like you know. You think you're like a fucking, I don't know, you think you're a monkey or you think you're a baby or something like that. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, something like that. That's to me that that's that's where that goes. 
You know what I mean? If you want to identify as a female, that's fine. If you want to identify as a male, that's fine. I don't care. But if yeah. you want to identify as a male, like preteen male or preteen female, when you're definitely an adult, <laughs> no, yeah. It doesn't work like and that. and yeah. I think and there's so there's the other thing, right? Right. You have all these stories out in the news about uh, because they're these words are being used and being muddled with feelings mm-hmm. of I identify as a female. Well, okay, you might mm-hmm. feel like a woman, and if that makes, if you want to dress like a woman and and go through the transitions, do all those things. That's fine, but you also still have to understand that that doesn't mean that a child who likes to wear dresses, if it's a boy, is showing trans uh, lineage. The right. child should be allowed to turn into an adult, and then, and then the child should be able to choose. Maybe it's just the guy that likes to dress up as a woman every once in a while. I mean, we could have all done that. There's plenty of men out there that are out there that, that do I have, that. I mean, there's, there's guys out there that do it all the time. You know, I have two older sisters. doesn't mean those are gay. It doesn't no. mean that they're trans. It doesn't mean anything. The kids like to you know, dress up like a woman every once in a while. Kids, their their system, kids you know? just exploring who they are. The problem yeah. is that parents want to automatically and and it's seeming like so much more now because there's so much over information. And this is where that propaganda and those words become mm-hmm. problematic, right? Mm-hmm. This is where you have uh, like one of the stories I was reading today, <clears throat> the US 12, 12 years ago, the US was caught creating sock puppet accounts for social mm-hmm. media to push particular narratives. The U.S. government. There you go. 12 years ago. There you go. Oh, listen, Jay, this has been going on for a long time. They no, spent millions of dollars that. on, you know, <clears throat> on, on, on anti, you know, you know, the beheading videos, a lot of those beheading videos. Remember when those yep. beheading videos were a thing? Yep. You know, a lot yep. of those were actually United States, you know, done. Yep. It's just like holy shit! You fucking realize it. You're like, oh, they spent three hundred and fifty million dollars on you know propaganda, war propaganda. You know what I mean? Videos. So yeah. And then again, they can't account for sixty-one percent, Jay, of where their money goes to. Sixty-one percent. The IRS audited them, and sixty-one percent, Jay. That's like me telling you, Jay. <laughs> Let me give you a hundred dollars, okay, Jay? And then you're gonna come tell me. You know what? I don't know where that went. I can't tell you. I don't. I don't know. Where, I can't listen, tell you. I don't know where sixty-one dollars of it is. Right. Oh, exactly. Let's be more it's, specific. Exactly. Yes, yes, it's right. You loan me a hundred dollars, and then when I do to you back, I say, "Well, there you go." And you say, "Where's the?" But this is not a hundred dollars. Missing sixty-one bucks, and I go, "Yeah." Damn this is in the tune. Yeah. This, this is in the tune of six point five billion dollars, Jay. So. Again, you know, <laughs> you know, hundred dollars is a hundred dollars. You know, that's, uh, a lot you know of, that's a lot of washing dishes, bro. I mean, that's a lot. That's three. That's list. That's just saying three billion dollars gone. You don't know where it went. Where do those three billion dollars go? I, I mean, are we building fucking Iron Man that we don't know about it? I mean, is that what we're doing? Because I'm all for it. I mean, if that's the truth, but at least tell us where that three million dollar or billion dollars is going. I mean, come on. I know. I'm just. It I wish it did. Though. I wish it did. It would be beautiful but, if it did. It would be beautiful yeah. if it did, but it doesn't. It does not. It does not. No. But uh, Jay, go ahead, Jay. No, I was gonna. I was just gonna say it's. It is just amazing to see though, how uh, words and syntax can be used, mm-hmm. not only to. Uh, 
convey feelings. Mm -hmm. And when people deny the factual definition, um, but it's also interesting to see how uh, governments have gone to use propaganda. Like when we're talking about like the, the sock puppets and we are talking about mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. seeing the different things with France. Um, but when you go back, I mean, it's, we've been doing it for so long and language and how it changes mm -hmm. can be like just the word bad when we were in the 80s. Bad was bad. But then <laughs> it became bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it changed now, that context. Bad is good um, now, right? Bad is good now. And Yo, that's it's bad, just that little, you know? it's that little twitch, right? It's that little switch. Right. Darth Vader went from being the main bad guy to suddenly, it's okay that that's... we all kind of think he's a little cool. He's kind of badass, right? <laughs> all right. He's not such a bad guy after guy. all. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. He's got, got, right? got, a, got a raw deal, right? Right. He's got a bit. <laughs> yeah. But what is also interesting is when you see <clears throat> government use that propaganda to try to change the tide of a war. Oh, but when yeah. you see them, and, mm -hmm. and what I found really interesting, I came across a couple of things. Um, one of my yeah, let's talk find, about it, Jack. Find really really interesting. Have you ever heard of uh, Operation? Oh, where did I put Cornflake? It? I think you said right. Operation Cornflake. Yeah, this is the, this one yeah. really caught me. I like this one a lot. Yeah, uh, please tell me. Have you ever heard of Operation Cornflake? No, I've I've learned. I've I know about a lot of operations. This is not one I know about. So. Uh, back in 1944 and 45, the OSS actually mm -hmm. would drop uh, leaflet bombs and okay. stamp bombs and mail bombs on uh, bomb trains. So the actual okay. bombers would go over, they'd drop the bombs, they'd blow up these mail trains, and then the okay. OSS would go after and they'd drop these extra things. And their mail that was anti- Nazi propaganda would get mixed mm -hmm. in and sent to actual Nazi addresses in Germany. Wow. Uh, and you could tell which one it was because they actually had this really cool stamp where it was Hitler's, it was a side, it was a profile of Hitler. <laughs> but it was a skull. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that's not ominous enough, Jay. <laughs> no, it's really cool. Um, yeah. And during that, they had uh, used special airplanes to kind of follow along. And it was all written in, in German. It was all super duper legit. Um, but everything in there went from talking about uh, instead of the power of the Fuhrer and the strength of the economy, it showed and spoke about uh, the misguidings, the misuses of power, and the eventual genocides that were coming. Uh, I got some wow. people's safety, and unfortunately, mm -hmm. you know, you can only do so much. Uh, yeah, but it, yeah, of it, course. It ran throughout all of 1944 and 1945, dropping anti-Nazi uh, dropping anti -Nazi Nazi mail. Nazi propaganda. Wow. Anti-Nazi mail. Wow. I found that to be just terribly fascinating. I mean, that's, I mean, think about it. That's like, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> what would you call that? Like email blasting, you know, of its time, right? Right. We email blast so, everybody so, real quick, right? <laughs> Exactly. It's it's like right. when you get that notification on like Facebook. Yeah, yeah. You oh, think yeah. That you're gonna get like a special like there's a comment or something that means to you it, but it's just it's a group. It's like at oh, everyone. Yeah. Seventy eight people. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 It's interesting, man. I mean, 
it's interesting how we learned that how powerful it is at such an early time, right? Like, you know, we knew, we knew, we knew, you know, we knew how powerful it was and, you know, how fickle the crowd or, you know, uh, could be, you know. And another thing, Jay, that, uh, you know, before we we, we finish up on this topic is uh, <clears throat> is one that I kind of, uh, you know, uh, got into here that kind of sidebars what we're talking into, but it's called neuro-linguistic programming. And yeah. um, did you see that? You know, I, I sent that over to you. Pretty you interesting see, no, stuff, I, right? I've seen and it's I've <clears throat> I've seen some some stuff about it, right? Uh, and it's interesting how you can use language to reprogram your brain, right? Uh, and you exactly. hear like like Tony, not not Tony Robbins specifically, but you hear a lot of those not self help, but you, there's but no, um, Tony Robbins is exactly in that vein. You're right. No, you're right. Uh, but it, it really is interesting. And I've, I've done some research and uh, it really is interesting how you can, in using a different vocabulary, mm-hmm. you can reprogram and reset your brain. Exactly. It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, uh, Jay, uh, neuro-linguistic programming is a method of communication and personal development that was uh, developed in the 1970s by Richard uh, Bandler and John Grinder. And uh, the idea uh, behind NLP is that the understanding of how people process information, Jay, and uh, we can improve communication and achieve better outcomes in personal and professional interactions. Um, so it's a really, you know, uh, in-depth way about how to communicate with people, but also to get kind of what you want out of the conversation. Uh, so it's really interesting. Uh, NLP is based on the idea of our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors uh, that are interconnected, that we can change our patterns of behavior by changing our thoughts and emotions. Uh, NLP uh, techniques are designed to help people identify and change negative thought patterns, overcome limiting beliefs, and achieving their goals. Uh, the term neuro-linguistic programming, quote-unquote, Jay, reflects on the belief that the language and other communication systems are connected uh, to the neural processes of the brain. Uh, according to NLP, our experiences are filtered through our senses and then represented in our minds using language and other sensory uh, modalities. Uh, by understanding and changing the way we present our experiences, uh, we can change our behaviors and emotions, Jay. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's pretty uh, interesting. It's uh, it's something that uh, has been around since the 1970s. It's yep. something that you actually can get certified in. I didn't even know about that either. I mean, I looked into it and you could actually become like a certified uh, NLP practitioner or technician. Um, <laughs> what's your take on this, Jay? I mean, what, what do you, what do you think about this? I, I'm well, interested. I mean, I, I gotta be honest. Well, I, I've seen it kind of work. I, I kind of, I kind of did it to my, to myself, to be honest. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, give everybody a little background story. Uh, 2018 was a really hard year for, for, for me, friends, not to bring it down. You know, I lost my father. I went through a, a very serious breakup. I had some issues. My son had some health issues. Um, and it was a really, really bad year for me. And as I was coming out of it, um, I really did a lot of soul searching. And I was in my late 30s. I was, I've been doing the same. I've been working with kids for a long time. I, I, I knew that that was my calling for a long time. But I knew that there was more for me to do. And I knew there was more I was capable of. And I remember sitting in the bedroom of, of this apartment I had in Lake Worth I lived in. <laughs> and I remember envisioning all the things I wanted to do, owning my own business, um, being in, in an open, successful relationship with somebody I could communicate with. Uh, 
and really dealing with all my inner tor- uh, turmoils, my angers, my rages, the things that I was holding on to. And I, I didn't go through therapy, but I did a lot of research because that's how I operate. I like do things kind of my way. And I started going to a lot of these practices where you can envision, you sit, I sit every morning, I have a cup of coffee, and then I actually kind of close my eyes and I envision what I would like my day to go. And sometimes it goes that way and sometimes it doesn't. Power of manifestation. But I find when you, when you prepare yourself, yeah. you start off on that, right, on that right foot. And there's something to be said, when you prepare your brain, when you give your, your brain the opportunity, instead of just throwing it in reactionary actions and, and letting it do off feelings, if you start off from an expected spot, it really can help you manage. And then what you'll find is you'll have new habits, you'll get to new challenges, and you'll find your whole life changes. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, Jay. I think mean, it's it's such an interesting, uh, you know, concept to how we can, you know, really, um, you know, shape our minds into, you know, being super efficient, whether it be in our personal life or professional life. And um, you know, it's 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 an amazing thought, you know, that we can do that. Um, this NLP thing is so interesting, Jay. It uh, it's been used in a variety of contexts, um, you know, including therapy, uh, coaching sales, um, like, you know, the Tony Robbins kind of thing, Jay, like you talked about earlier, um, uh, personal development. And, but however, there is a, a you know, sort of sort like a scientific validity that NLP has, you know, subject of controversy, of course, as well. Um, and some of oh, the claims of it. Yeah. I mean, just like anything else, you know, a lot of people claim that it's pseudoscientific, you know what I mean? It's not something that uh, has any validity to it. But on the contrary, I mean, obviously you see these people, you know, be very successful in these things, you know, by these coachings and these sales techniques and, you know, the Tony Robbins of the world. I mean, that guy's made tons of money, uh, you know, being able to, you know, present his, his, you know, yeah. Helping people, you know, go through a a mental process of, you know, changing the way they think. But um, there are some conspiracy theories as well. Uh, you know, concerning the NLP, um, one common conspiracy theory, Jay, uh, it's a tool that used by governments and secret organizations or powerful individuals to control and manipulate people's uh, thoughts and behaviors. Uh, of course, uh, that's the modern affairs part of this whole thing. And, and and it is. And that's the other thing about it, right? There's two right. sides to that coin. Of course. You have, <clears throat> like me, I'm a coach. Mm-hmm. I have two, uh, two 13-year-old wrestlers I've been helping out. Because the belief the way I've been able to describe and help them believe in themselves, they're going out and doing amazing things. Now, these guys are incredible athletes. They're putting forth the work. It is more than just mental, but they need that mental right, uh, to be able to allow their bodies to, to go out and compete at the highest level like this. And mm-hmm. it's an understanding of a mentality that we didn't have when we were in school. I certainly didn't get it from, from my wrestling. And I had the best wrestling coach there ever was. But of course, Bruno always used to say wrestling is what 80 20, 80 percent mental, 20 percent physical, or something like that, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but even then, <clears throat> you didn't we didn't understand the depth as no. to how that really those meant. words affected the brain. Now we kind of do, yeah. right. and it's really incredible that I use all I use all the time to coach. But again, you look at it on the reverse, uh, you have politicos, you have all these people who are running major corporations who are trying to push a particular narrative that way. So mm-hmm. they tell you in these small little ways that these are things you need, right? Yep. Everybody Absolutely. takes a lot of vitamins. They take mm-hmm. supplements. They take all these things. 
why? When did that start? Who said mm-hmm. we need need these things? Well, it's mm-hmm. these little words, these little things. Well, if you take this, you'll feel better. Oh, if you take that, you'll remember better. If you take this, you'll see better. Mm-hmm. And because you automatically are worried about your mortality, those little those little suggestions change the way your brain thinks, and then you feel like you need them. So yeah, it's amazing know, to see just how how it can be pointed. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, there's another word, Jay, that I thought of that was uh, really like kind of skewed in a lot of different ways to mean something. Gato? No, <laughs> that's an old word for us. That no, nobody knows anything about that. But. I know. <clears throat> well, I don't, whatever. <clears throat> Patriot. Yeah. Yeah. Think about Patriot it. Patriot has gone from being a positive to a negative. So, it? yeah. I mean, I would consider myself a patriot. I would fight for this country if we were invaded by some, you know, outside force and they asked me to and I had the ability. I would fight for this country. No problem. I would 100% do it. At the same time, when people think of patriot, they think of a Donald Trump supporter and they're Republican only. Why can't a Democrat be a patriot? Or an uh, independent person be a patriot, or somebody who wow. doesn't identify any of that stuff be a patriot. So, Why can't, you know is, what I'm saying? This is where those words become so important, right? Exactly. Exactly. Patriot has a specific definition, which is just someone who loves their, their country. Country. Okay. Yeah. I love our country. I think yes. I, I don't want to live in another one, even Me though too. ours is completely fucked up. I find uh, myself fortunate to live up. in this country. Absolutely. We are so lucky to live in this country. Absolutely. Uh, even for all of its negatives. And and God help us, we get some of this shit worked out. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing you can love your country and want to protect the land where you come from, mm-hmm. but not necessarily trust the government. And That's there's it. where you have that disconnect. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. I can be patriotic. I can love everything about this country all things that has made it what it is. That's why I study all this history. It's why I go through all this stuff because I really do love our country. I love learning right. about all the things but that I'm make not, us who we are. Yeah, but I'm not going to kiss. But it doesn't the mean I trust Right, exactly. <laughs> and I, I have, I have so yeah. there's so much evidence going all the way back as right. to why we shouldn't. I mean, Thomas exactly. Jefferson himself said that uh, two party governments should be blown up every five years and rebuilt and redesigned. That was that's a man that wrote the the Declaration of Independence, friends. George Washington said the same thing. He said the the party the 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 the, the government of a two death uh, two party system will be the death of the United States. There you go. George Washington also a uh, master propagandist. Yes, he wanted to be the first first president. Yes, but the way he got it, the way he got it unanimously was by saying he didn't. Right. Yeah. He came out ahead of everybody and said, "Listen, I don't want to be a king. I don't want to be a." I, I was, I'm good mm-hmm. with being a general. I'm good with leading. This is where I'm happy. I'm getting ready to retire from my service and, and go back to Mount Vernon. And then everybody was like, well, you know, we got to give him the day. Come on, man. He's got to be a, yeah, he's the, he's you're the, the guy. guy. You're the and guy. he's like, oh, okay, I guess so. <laughs> I'll take but it. since I'm doing this, no more <laughs> shaking my hand. You dress me as this. This is how this is operating. And how dare you not give me what I want when I want it. That's that right. really kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, well, it sounds like a king to me. <laughs> oh had. jay we live in a fucking weird world right jay fucking amazing amazing truth. 
Oh my gosh. Well, listen, I mean, um, <clears throat> if you guys want to like uh, look into neuro-linguistic programming, you can actually go to um, uh, this website. Uh, I can get that to you right here. Give me one second. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Give me a second. And uh, richardbandler.com. You can go there. And um, he's actually the mathematician, Jay, that helped put this whole theory together. And uh, he still does talks to this day. He talks about um, you know, uh, how NLP works for um, a variety of different reasons uh, and ways in your life, professionally, personally, and everything else. Um, so, yeah, check that out, uh, richardbandler.com. So uh, learn about NLP. And uh, I think this was a great conversation, Jay. Um, this was, uh, you know, something that uh, was different outside the box. And uh, I really like this. Yeah, I, I find language to be a really inter interesting uh, topic always. And there's so much, there's so many different ways it can go because it affects everything. I mean, it, it is the bedrock of our society has been how we communicate with one another to work as groups. Uh, and it's really, it's interesting to see where all these groups are these days. That's so, right. Yeah. yeah, man. It was, it's a great, great topic. And there's so much more we can touch on there. They might maybe a part two someday. There may be absolutely. And maybe we could get Richard Bandler. I mean, he's a little older in his days right now, but maybe we could get him before he, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you bored yeah it takes the old dirt nap, as they do. say <laughs> but uh nonetheless uh thanks uh for everyone for uh listening to another edition of dark fringe radio make sure to go to our website darkfringeradio.com and of course facebook instagram and twitter at facebook uh, excuse me at dark fringe radio and of course our youtube at dark fringe radio uh com so uh jay thanks so much for coming on another edition thank you so much uh, anything else before we say good night Friends, be clear with the words you use. Try to yeah. use them as they were meant to be described. Nothing yeah. wrong with describing your feelings, using proper words. Be clear, be kind, and communicate first. Concise, concise. Wonderful. Jay, thanks so much for uh, joining me on another edition for Dark Fringe Radio. We'll join you guys again next week on another adventure of Dark Fringe Radio. See you next week.